Hey everybody, this is Ed from the Luminaries podcast. This is episode number one, so I want to give you a little bit of an idea what we want to do with this podcast. Basically, we want to do something like a green blockchain technology podcast that informs followers and fans of Elum around the globe about our company, provide industry news, share our lessons learned, and provide knowledge from experts we connect with. Giving back to a community of developers, open source people, and crypto nerds is also important to us. Today's guest is Mark Lanz, one of the co-founders of Elum. He's busy with a million things at the moment, but mainly in charge of marketing and communication. In this first interview, we talk about Elum and its ambitions, Mark's vision about a greener, more sustainable future, the potential of the cryptocurrency ecosystem, founding Elum in Liechtenstein, hurdles and obstacles he encountered along the way, venture capital, and his plans for the foundation that is part of Elum. Well, I'm not a guy who likes long-winded intros, so let's get started. Who are you and what drives you these days? <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, so I'm Mark Lanz. Um, I'm co-founder of um, Elo, and I'm mostly responsible for the marketing as well. And from Elo, the company, I'm also in the board, uh, so I'm a board member. And yeah, so now I'm in Switzerland, just ready to incorporate the company next week in Liechtenstein. And otherwise, I'm in Fort Ventura and working mostly from the office but of course now a lot of traveling um, peer wise and a lot of our partners are worldwide and even our employees are worldwide from Malta to South Africa and sometimes to catch up. Mm. And what would you say drives you these days? Mm, of course the motivation to get the things done you know so um, this is the most important thing now to focus really on building the company because the planning phase is now more or less done and now it's um, it's about the fundraising and then the incorporation so and this is intrinsic motivation and um, which you can read also from the essay which will be available on the website um, that we have to do a change how we shape the industrial revolution you know so this is driven me actually so it came the idea came when I, I was in Fortuna laying on the sun and I was just thinking where I am, what can I do here with what I have and um, the plastic pollution and the plastic waste is a big problem so yeah it, it leads actually to to how the technology is is, is is built and set up you know it's um it's the wrong way how we do it it's um we try to optimize stuff and everything but actually you should start with sustainability you know and to to shape the electronics and the tools and uh, yeah our technology is based on that it's just mandatory and not the other way around and um, yeah it's not me alone who can make a, a change it's a it's a whole team it's a movement and there are so many teams doing the the, the same stuff now you know or similar stuff and there is a spirit here and there's a, a movement and we have to connect and to just to do it it's not possible that in some years my little daughter swim in the ocean and there's more plastic than fish and even now we're eating this plastic so that's for me the absolutely core problem and the core um, issue which I, I see which I see even in every day because there's a uh, this Limpia Ventura for example goes to clean the beaches which is amazing what they do but just cleaning the ocean, the beaches, it's just a drop on the on the hot stone, how you say it in German. It has to be on the source. Why why the waste ends in the ocean in the first place and why we 
produce such waste which actually we could recycle or even we could produce things smarter and everything is so profit driven and our technology is just optimized for more profit and it's just a definition of a few what is optimizing and yeah we just um, destroy our environment and our earth and the animals and everything and this is just a big no-go so there has to be to be a change on on different many levels and it goes the right direction as even the government is supporting the circular economic style you know for example and um, the subvention for the hydrogen for example a lot of of good stuff is going on but it's still i don't know it, this doesn't uh, it's it's still so much things to do and we have actually the capability capacity to do and and know how and the motivation is here we just have to to activate it and to to grow that for example i just saw lego so i'm a big lego fan since childhood since my childhood and i just saw that they actually found a product out of sugar can to replace the plastic so they make the lego bricks some with some material of sugar can which can be recycled and this is amazing it's a, it's a way it's it's working you know if if you we have the technology we have to know how and, and 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 there's even a profit and this is what we want to go to show ecologic and economic can work together and there's nothing against to make profit i mean we live in a system in a capitalism with uh, which we can debate if maybe from all the system the bad system the the least baddest system how i say but um we have to go we live now in that we can't make revolutions on this scale or whatever we, it's, it's so connected to earth but on which shoulders on, on for which price you know so at least small small changes have such big impact so yeah what are your current responsibilities at ilum my current responsibilities are to bring the company now up and running so just the raise of the funds and um, the team which we assembled to yeah to to fulfill what we promised you know in our light and white paper so these are now the challenges and it's a lot of of administration staff and talking actually to get the the message spread to to get sure everyone understands uh, what you want to do what you're doing um this is now the main part of the work you know to there's a team and this team has to to communicate with each other and uh, to connect the dots more and to establish the connection and um, yeah the conceptual things there are some deadlines you have to keep uh, you have the website to bring online the live paper to finish to verify a lot of legal stuff so you can't compare the everyday stuff which i have now which it will be maybe from the first of december when we finish the ito so it's a complete new world and um, i'm used to work in startups and companies but this is now on steroids i can i can tell you it's it's so fast and there's no structures because the structures they are they are f they are shaped by by the speed you know <laughs> it's so fast everything so many decisions to make in no time and of course there will be some mistakes of course there will be some issues but um the the strength is our team which we adapt quickly fast and uh, we will solve and i'm always on this side better you deliver now 80% right as you deliver nothing you know so it it has some space for corrections and uh I we assure that the community, as long as we have a straight, clear, transparent communication, they will also leave us a little bit space that we can we can find us and grow, you know. So, 
What makes you excited about cryptocurrencies and uh, the whole ecosystem that grew on top of it? Mm. Good question. So excited of the cryptocurrencies per se, just uh, the possibility that anyone, despite his background, can participate on the ecosystem. You know, it's like the, fee, the, 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 the very basic of the economy that, that you can trade stuff and goods. So um, that finally you can deliver value. This is so, so important. And I see cryptocurrency as a as the the Kickstarter of the blockchain technology, obviously with the Bitcoin. And I'm personally not so impressed now with um, let's say with the oh yeah with the predictions like Bitcoin will will pay everything because it's there's so many stuff to improve to to improve like the the speed the the yeah the, the handling you know it's it's not. Not there where it should be, but it, it will come and it, it starts so many innovations. And yeah, for example, Ethereum, we, we, it, it's perfect for us, for our needs now, with our simple token that we, we run on Ethereum. And um, I see, I see, th I see there is a, will be big chances and big changings as well. And um, I wouldn't bet now on one particular currency, but it enables so much innovation. And with some real stuff going on, which you can pay in in in, in cryptocurrencies, um, you engage the people, and they see okay, there's a real user case, and uh, it's what what we tried also with the Fuerte coin, for example, this amazing project which uh, I support Mihao with making the app and uh, the explaining video, and um, yeah, it connects actually the the people because there's an idea like people coming from. England or wherever have a have a, a full paid uh, package and they leave the money just for big companies so there will not be money left on the island and with the Fuerte coin they, they have access to a new market they see the artists and the handmade stuff and if they get Fuerte coin it, it, it stays in Fuerteventura the value you know so I see actually a future with a lot like more local crypto currencies but there has to be a very simple and easy exchange as well you know um, somehow yeah but it's a challenge and uh, it's interesting and for me it's also kind of an experiment to see where it goes and uh, cryptocurrencies are one important part of the blockchain technology as well yeah where do you see this whole space in three to five years I see it more and more integrated but maybe not um, a separate um, let's say services it's more like in our everyday life and maybe we don't see it in particular so let's say if governments start to change on crypto uh, on, on blockchain like dubai for example you still apply for your passport and everything but i don't know it's, it brings more transparency and more trust in this way and i, I would love to see more dApps coming to life so that you not depend on a operation system somehow that it's really decentralized and like a single source with them um, where you make your KYC and AML that that you are the owner of your data so I see this in even in three years that uh, that you may be not recognize that it's running on blockchain now what you're doing but um, it allows you to have more rights by you by, by yourself and it's it, yeah it will be cleaner you know it will be more transparent and this is a big um, a big advantage which I see and I'm really curious about all these projects who are now in the space which one gonna fly and which one will have even in the next three or five years an impact which from the technical side you could see you understand and, and what happens you know so can't predict but I, I'm curious yes 
What about 10 years? I mean, nobody can really predict uh, anything about the next 10 years, but what would you like to see in the next 10 years? I want to see in 10 years the kind of um, automatic generated income, at least um, everywhere there are some smears and bribes and um, let's say in corrections, um, even from government payouts, there's so many left side, right side action going on and I would love just to see that all this basic stuff is just given that it's right, you know, that it's transparent. Even the tax, I have no problem to pay tax, but there's so many way arounds and windings and the people who have access to know-how or more money, they can go around this stuff, you know, there's some rules that we decide to work, to live together. And if these rules uh, can be mirrored somehow to smart contracts and and you can focus on the real stuff, on, on generating content, on, 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 I don't know, to to bring your projects to life and you don't have to handle with all this intransparency. I see this will be a big change and, and more kind of individualism and more kind of um, a, a, a together and not just everyone for his own. And I really deeply hope that um, it, it will start also with, uh, with uh, taking care about the environment, you know. And if it gives a chance to everybody on the world to participate on our economic system, mm, then I, I see it, it will solve so many problems, you know. Like, if people can take care about themselves and if they have the chance and, and they have access to the markets and access to to saving money and to use the money and everything or the value at the end, and they, they, the IP is protected and there are some rules that we all decide together and uh, maybe we can vote about some stuff. I see, uh, then I see a really um, a, a change in a positive way. It has to be, it has to be. I mean, which are the alternatives, you know? How do you see the internet change through these, let's say, blockchain-related technologies? Mm. I say the internet is, is still an important medium, but more kind of a transport medium. Because um, it I mean, we all have our devices ready for blockchain, so we don't need to wait to to have devices or medium ready for using blockchain. It's already here. The internet is a little bit the two side of the of the coins of the coin. Let's say because one side it's it enables so many stuff with the old information, and we couldn't work like now remotely with all these positive aspects of the internet. But the negative side I see, and I'm really worried about the censorship, you know, about private the internet, like the one who pay their content is fast available, so this filtering, this is um, this is maybe a way which uh, which a blockchain actually could help in the internet space as well. Um, to decentralize all uh, more in this case, um, to take the power away from some big companies who can predict uh, and, and, and guide the internet how, yeah, and, and, and make money out of that. I don't know. I, I see the internet. Is, I mean, it's connected. I mean, when we talk about blockchain or Internet of Things, it still needs a transport medium. Blockchain is not sending information through. You know, it needs the internet. It needs actually the web, the the connections. You know. Um, it, could, it can lead in, in cases like you have in Africa the Mbenza, you know, like the payment system on the mobile system. But this is actually at the end also internet. It's over over a, a GSM network, you know. And in my definition, this is all all part of, of, of the internet, you know. Yeah. It it should be free. It should be free and accessible all over the world. And and really, I'm really not um, for censorship. Yeah. 
What was the key moment that made you start this company? I have some days in a year where I question everything, really everything. I was just thinking, okay, I have marketing agency, I help now with the Swartcoin app, and um, it's an interesting space, and uh, still, there I saw some news again from our island, how a turtle is, has a straw in the nose, and, and some terrible stuff, and I, I was just thinking again, very simple, where are you, what can you do with the things you have? This was the key moment, actually. And this was the ini in initiative to, to start everything. I, I, I wrote an SMS to Michal and tell him, hey, let's do something with this blockchain and the energy together and something social too. And let's see that we get some support from the government that at least we are not blocked. I mean, it's not the idea to, to base on the government. We will decentralize as fast as we can. But somewhere there's always the challenges. You need some legal framework. And when we, we immediately got Udo on board and um, we start to do it. Yeah, we told, hey, let's just do it. Let's just start it and uh, let's propose it to, to the government that you get the license to do it. And from this moment, we could propose and we could access to the techno park. We decide, let's start. And um, yeah, there was some different names around and um, Mihao had actually very good idea with the name Illum. It, it's it sounds really like wow this sounds interesting we like the name and uh, we was searching if it means something bad in any other languages and uh, we decide no it's okay and some weeks later I even found in Arabic it's like Ilum sounds a little bit like science science so I'm okay with it. <laughs> yes yeah and then we decide to, to do the company of course I mean, once you decide to do the project and we see there's a potential and we, we, we will be able to get the license and, and, and everything, it's, it was the decision to found a company. Yeah? Let's talk a little bit more about the company then. What is Elum all about? Yeah, Elum is actually um, the, the, the open source power plant and, and basic the green uh, backbone and framework for um, eco-friendly applications and ideas to bring them alive, which always needs energy. So we want the technology uh, driven by sustainable energy. So it connects um, some, let's say we will use master nodes, we will use IPFS. We still go a little bit with mining, but it's more the green hash power that we can use for other applications like cloud computing, machine learning too. It means that um, we want to show that we can make a profit out per kilowatt per hour with the energy and this leads actually to new forms um, of uh, the energy management, tokenization of the energy, there's some peer-to-peer -peer concepts that at the end your solar roof can talk with my Tesla and for that uh, the blockchain is perfect for, for the verification and um, the transactions. Um, <coughs> yeah, the legal framework is not ready, so we have our kind own space of legal framework with this off-grid solution on the island and technology park, and we are kind of an open lab for a lot of uh, ideas which we can prove that they are working and bring them to life. So Illum is actually this way more kind of a network and an enabler and, uh, and a lab. You know, it's a big, big power plant in megawatts which can be used um, for projects to show them they bring a profit 
and of course we will grow with these profits as well and there are some ideas which the community can bring which we will verify with our advisors and experts and scientists and business experts and lawyers and then we bring these ideas together to life and it will be some spin-offs and it will be some um, let's say some recycle uh, applications all of them have in common they need energy and this energy has to be sustainable and green and we make a profit out of that and it connects it by Illum. So we can't even say in which blockchain in future will be used for for the energy trading for example. I mean there are some very promising projects and uh, uh, protocols but um, this is the time will show and we want to be open for the best ideas for them and to help uh, them to enable it because mostly they act from Germany or Switzerland or from New Zealand and they have smaller facilities, laboratories and everything and with Illum we can provide them actually really big power plant and connection to hotels, uh, we have already some leads there and with the hydrogen concept so we want to work in the tokenization of the hydrogen, we have already real clients about gas stations, we, they just run by renewables and uh, they will be our clients and the government decide to make subventions for the, the buses, for the public transport so um, with hydrogen and uh, there's the way we go. We, we don't know in 10 years where, where which part or which branch will be most focused, you know, but it, it will be always in the base, uh, in the core about sustainable and green energy uh, driving, um, enabling the the new technologies, you know. So that's why we have our doctor Fritz Edbeck from Smart City, from Smart City Alliance on in our board even, because um, yeah, we have to test, we have to try, you know, and then to find which is the best concept. And uh, this is actually our big lab research and development which we have, and uh, yeah, which makes even profits from the first days, you know. Can you talk a little bit more about that hydrogen concept? Yes, um, the hydrogen concept is actually um, it's 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 a great way to store energy and to use energy. I mean, uh, if you use hydrogen in the car, for example, it it just leaves uh, clean water coming out, so they have no pollution. And um, of course, it's just clean and and sustainable if you use uh, clean and renewable uh, sources to produce. So there's no point with coal um, to to make hydrogen. It's high energy consumption the process to to produce hydrogen. Um, you have now um, let's say uh, efficiency around like sixty percent, uh, a little bit higher. But you also have some heat and water. And the hydrogen we use instead of batteries, okay, so we don't want to store the energy, the overcapacity on the day, or if there's less wind, we don't want to use um, uh, batteries, we will use the hydrogen to be pure 24 hours sustainable, which also enables us to propose this as a green label for the cloud, which is a demand for the companies to use that for the storytelling and, and, and for their goals, which they said they want to be renewable. And there's even more because we have produced so much hydrogen, we can sell the hydrogen as well and uh, for the gas stations or maybe even some hotels to have some interest to unplug them from the oily sources, uh, electricity and to use the hydrogen at the end, you know. 
and from the pricing it's not a problem because we have over capacities which anyway would, would wouldn't be used so <laughs> it's just a no-brainer that we we did this and there are some critics points yeah, about the handling of the hydrogen isn't it dangerous so everyone has the Hindenburg in mind and but this is I don't know nearly eight years or more ago or even now hundred years ago and um, the companies which are now leading in hydrogen, Sunfire, Hydrogenics, and they, 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 this is safe. I mean, it has high pressure. Uh, this, uh, the materials and the technology is actually uh, safe that you can ready for use, you know. And um, I just personally don't understand why other industries um, doesn't enable hydrogen like they could actually. It's since 10 years in the drawer from the uh, the automotive industry, for example, there's this, I think it's one model of, of from Toyota which uses hydrogen, and of course there's no network to 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 fill your tank with hydrogen, so that's why I'm very happy we have our partners in Fortentura which did did already one gas station with hydrogen and renewables, and they plan to to make four more. So at least in our islands with the car. Um, sharing companies, the car rental companies, it's a potential for them to switch on green and to use the hydrogen. Yeah. So for us, the hydrogen, it, it has three important things. First, it's our green storage, which enables us to support the, the environment really 24-hour green. It's, it's for us really important, not just to talk about, just to do it as well. Secondly, it's very important, we have a real user case where we can monetize our energy in hydrogen, you know. And the third uh, important point is that we we are part of a hydrogen consortium, which we also founded together with some partners, that we um, can actually play a role in to tokenizing the hydrogen market. Okay, it's not so complicated like now with the greed and everything from the electronic uh, from the electricity market in the energy market. So we have a chance here. To, to try and test and I hope in future to establish a standard for the hydrogen for the use, the storage and uh, the measurement, everything. So it could be a solution uh, as soon the legal framework allows that uh, some, let's say, um, small villages, they produce their own energy and they can store the energy as well with hydrogen, you know, and then with the help of the blockchain you have a transparent way uh, where the whole community can participate fairly, you know. So this is the direction we strongly will develop, of course. I think it would also be interesting to know why Illum AG was founded in Liechtenstein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So everyone is talking about the crypto valley in Switzerland, okay? So I'm Swiss. I'm actually um, happy that Switzerland plays a role in, in that. I mean, it's obvious, okay? So it's the tradition of the banking sector and they have to find a, a new position and uh, they start with this uh, crypto... Valley, which Ethereum is uh, the foundation is in Switzerland, for example, in Canton of Zug. When we were starting to evaluate, can we do this in Spain? So the law wasn't at this moment really clear for the for what we do, hmm, for what we want to do in in crypto and in blockchain. So um, our lawyers, our lawyer advisors, uh, they point out, look, it's actually easy in Mauritius or BVI or there, but what signal we give to our investors if we do this really offshore. I don't mean offshore by Fuerteventura, I mean fiscal offshore. So I had <coughs> some key moments in, in, in some crypto summits 
um, where I even met the, the His Highness Prince of Liechtenstein, and uh, I was was interesting because I met also um, guys from the bank Frick, and they, I was surprised that the bank is open for cryptos, and they found their position there. So we have at Liechtenstein one of the first countries with the blockchain law. We have in, with Liechtenstein it's still in Europe, but it's uh, not part of the Europe community, but they're connected in the economically way in the EVR, which Switzerland is not, for example, which would be, uh, could raise some more problems legal-wise. And, um, and the best thing is you have no withhold tax, okay? So if you are a German investor, and we would, ra we would uh, incorporate the company in Switzerland, we, 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 need, we would need to hold 33 or 35 percent of the profit of the dividends holds back until you go to your, uh, to your tax office and, and register and everything and then you could claim something back so it will be a lot of administration stuff and actually everyone <coughs> is, has his own responsibility to pay taxes so uh, in, in Liechtenstein you don't have this withhold tax you are under European law it's interesting for us still in Swiss francs to 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 have. It's okay, and you have with the bank freak a, a partner which um, which allows to accept cryptocurrencies, you know, and to change and make the handling, which isn't easy in Europe to find a bank. So in Switzerland, it's just one or two banks now which jump on the boat, and um, it, when when you read the news, you see that we did actually a good bet with 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 Liechtenstein because the banks in Switzerland are still pushing too much the FINMA, the finance market authorities, uh, the controlling, um, to, yeah, to, I don't know, to make it hard. I mean, there's not, we have nothing against the regulations. I mean, it, it, it should protect the, the investors. Uh, we, we're really okay with that. And the FMA in Liechtenstein, it's, it's not easy to uh, to find ways around that, you know, we, we are security token. We have to go with the prospectors. Uh, we 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 have some standards to fulfill. Know your client, anti-money laundering. So we not go the way around and, and claim you are an utility token if you really aren't. So it's better. We can say we are like a kind of a hybrid token. It's a security token with some utility like voting, pre-sale rights, and dividends payout. But um, there's no no need to to go the way around. And of course now Malta could be interesting, but. Um, no, our decision was clear. In Liechtenstein, our lawyer, we know him uh, as well. He worked even in, in, in the finance market authority in FMA, had some good contacts, and he told me, no, with your concept, actually, you can set it up. And the office is there. <coughs> I mean, we have an office, and we have um, our main server there, and our board of directors is in, in Liechtenstein. And it's really centralized in, in Europe, which is uh, main of our market. So we are fast in Germany, Munich, which we have clients. We are fast in Zurich, in, in Italy. Um, it's in the heart of, of Europe, and, and we like that to, to be based in Liechtenstein. And it's a nice country. It's a really, really nice country. I have to admit, as a Swiss, I never were before in Liechtenstein, and the first time I was there, I really uh, felt in love in this, uh, this, this, this county, and especially Vaduz. It it's really feels nice to... To be there and um, if I can work there from there I even like it more yes. Do you maybe have any recommendations for other companies who want to do something similar with their companies in Liechtenstein? Yeah first uh, in general before you want to make an IT or an ICO question yourself do you really need that or do you just want to raise money you know so 
Um, this would be the question in general, but if, if someone say, uh, have the idea and has a project to, to, to really use and, and, and bring some value to, for the blockchain technologies, I would recommend um, most time to do it in, in Liechtenstein, yes, but also to have some cash handy because um, don't try to make an ITO if you not have at least three, four hundred thousand ready, okay? But because it's really it's expensive, and th because the bank there are in a unique position, they charge you, okay? They charge you, and for now we need this middleman, and they make a great service, but they charge you, so. Reserve some money if you want to do it. Connect with good lawyers which are established there and which already have experience in in the crypto space, and um, and and yeah, and then be ready that you have at least some part of your staff has to work from Liechtenstein. You know, you can't just have a letterbox there, so this is not going to work. You need to have an office there, and the main decision strategic wise is in Liechtenstein. So for us, it suits because. Uh, we are anyway connected with Switzerland and Munich very fast, very strongly, so we can we can use the office there really, and and will be there. Mm, but um, there's, yeah, and and you pay tax, and that's okay, you know. I mean, there's twelve and a half percent tax. I mean, the foundation is one thing, but the the RGA it's there, and um, yeah, I I can actually tell that most ones make it in Liechtenstein. Of course, I I'm a big fan now. Um, regarding the facts and the environment there and the people are very nice and uh, you can really focus on the business and, and do great things, yes. Maybe let's also cover some business advice for other founders. Can you tell us about a few hurdles and obstacles that you didn't expect going into this whole space? Yeah, it's, it's let's say it's, it, it's so fast changing the times, okay? So if we would raise an ITO one year ago, for example, we would very, very easily get money, you know? Because um, the project, uh, the feedback we got, it's um, it's amazing. But it changes from month to month, really. So we we even changed the, the name ICO because you're not the coin to ITO because it's a token, you know. And um, there are some things you really have to adapt quickly. So there are challenges and make your research. In in our team, we have uh, Andrea. She's making really the half day of the the day, the working day researches to to be really in the pole position to get the information firsthand. You have to network and sp get ready to spend a lot of time in conferences, but not because the conference, more to network with the, with the people there, to, to meet them, to re-meet them and to talk with them and about their project and their perspectives. There's so many opinions. And um, yeah, and, and, and stay away from the ones who uses this just with buzzwords and try to make money out of ICO consulting crap and everything. Just go with the people who are established, who have some experience and people who really um, love your project. So there's no advisor which you just hired to have a great name. We have advisors which, uh, of course, they, they get the deal, some parts of a token, but most of them, they also invest in us, actually. And... Um, they are real, you know, so they want to have an impact, real, giving real advices, they are in the project and uh, stay away from some who, who promise you the world and uh, don't deliver, you know, so and this is hard it's because you find this out by time, but you can get some feedbacks and, and you have to make a research, there's a lot of scam out there, even some events are scammy, so we trapped in one in Dubai, for example. We did the best out of it because there are other victims and we just uh, had our private event in this case and even better connection, actually, as we would have the official event, I think. We got even our money back. 
because we fought. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 new. So there's a, a little bit lack of experience, and the ones who are three years now in the business, they they swim like a fish, and um, there are some good fishes and some bad fishes. So make your research. <laughs> in your opinion, how's the venture capital world changing due to cryptocurrencies? I think it's a great instrument to to not rely anymore on the venture capitalists because most of them they actually work for some family offices and from some third parties so they are intermediaries okay mm, I'm not talking about the ones who invest directly and um, the thing is that they actually also use their position to gain power of the company and to bring of course they experience but also take culture and they point of view and they agenda into it okay so that's why we have a, such a concentration of power in Silicon Valley. Uh, they actually decide the culture. They say where, which is uh, like and which is good and which not somehow. And um, it's disruptive now because it gives now everyone in the world actually kind of a power to bring a change and to raise money. We have this concept already with crowdfunding, which is amazing. And um, with crypto now, with the, with the blockchain technology, I think even more. But on the other hand, as I told you on the other question, you need to have some money, so it still keeps some some people out, you know. So this is not good. And um, the venture capital, I mean, it's yeah, everyone can now invest directly, you know. So you can make your research, you can study the light paper, you can study the team, and then you can decide by yourself how much and how you want to contribute. And it's very easy, so you don't have a complicated contracts. Of course, there are always the token terms and conditions and everything, but it's way easier to invest as if you invest in a startup. Okay, and on the other hand, you really see the team. It's way more developed actually as a standard business plan because there's a, a fixed model in the light paper or in the white paper, which which you see where the company what they want to do and if they change the position they have actually to explain why okay and a startup sometimes they just start something a tool an app and they don't know even how they make money maybe and which are the, the clients at the end and it's it gives you actually way around more clearness and and and, and yeah the I don't know how to, to say it, but you know what I mean. So in a, in a traditional startup, you have maybe you, you have a great product and which you which you develop and everything, but you don't know even the market maybe if it's ready or not and how you're gonna sell to make an exit and everything. And in 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 the IT world, you have actually uh, the whole roadmap, business plan predicted. You know, it's um it's it's a little bit different. And you can see the code. Uh, you can see the team. Are they able to do it and but of course, eighty percent of the ICOs, they after one year, they they nothing. But again, make your research and 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 look about the team. Are they ab capable of of delivering? And uh, yeah, or where you see the code, the code, and um, yeah, it 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 will bring a lot of changes. It 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 move the power of the money away from from Silicon Valley orientated to worldwide. But still, there's a lack of. So how someone without a lot of money can bring his idea to life, and there's a point which we love to do it as at least in the in the section of sustainable, um, eco-friendly projects, where we allow people or we invite people to pitch their ideas, and with the help of the blockchain you can solve the problem about the IP and with smart contracts the deals which you're gonna have with the, if the idea gonna gonna fly so you can contribute to them fairly transparent 
And so we have this idea pool and verification process to, to actually that everyone with the idea can participate, you know. So we, it's, it's like kind of an ecosystem which we even can decide to make some small ITOs and they have the whole power from our network and experience and money and energy behind, you know. So, But it's a community who will decide which one project our advisor will make more the verification if it's legally possible business model and everything and we are just executive so we just execute as much we can and our um let's say benefit is higher token price higher dividends we, we get more and but this is the secondary motivation first motivation is i love to to bring changes and ideas to life so yeah Part of Elam is a foundation, and uh, I was wondering, what do you want to do with that foundation in the future? Okay, so we have two foundation-wise, just to bring some clearness. One is the shares we are in a foundation, but this foundation are for, for, for the shareholders, for us. It's just to, 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 to protect, actually, the shares, that we not sell the, uh, the company uh, so easily and quick without asking the community, for example. And the second is the foundation, the Illum Foundation, with uh, which we want to make some impact and where ideas are coming to life or we uh, finance some projects from the community which they apply, um, which has uh, independency. So it's no one from Illum working there in this foundation. It's a blockchain Uh, based so maybe you know kiva.org so there are some issues around the world or some needs it's like micro lending and they can apply their project and the community can uh, choose and, and spend and once the, the the amount is raised they can execute and um, it, we, you can do this actually transparent with blockchain so this is a great uh, use of the blockchain to to fair raise the money and deliver And we have like three fundamentals. One is education, second is worldwide issues, and the third one is local. So we always want a local Illum station that we have an impact there. Imagine we would have facilities and a big power plant, use the power for ourselves and make some profit. So how the neighbors will feel about okay? So it's some anonym company here, make some money produce a lot of energy and what I have from that, you know, despite maybe some jobs. And um, so we invite the local um, community to, to, to pitch some ideas and, and tell us where, ne where are the needs. And we, of course, we also see the issues. In Fuerteventura, it could be the, the plastic waste or Limpio Ventura, which we could help, for example. And as long as it's uh, somehow related to energy, um, renewable, sustainable, eco-friendly we, we love to to see these projects and um, it's not us who verificate them so it's the community again who make the votes and there will be people from the foundation who take care about the execution so the money arrives the money is used by it means and the result comes back to the community that they can verify okay with this 5000 euro this project happened and this is the result now This raises more trust and raises actually more money because there are different ways how we fund the foundation. The first is 1% of the token sale, or let's say 1% of our token are in the foundation, so its dividends can be used for the foundation. The second is 1% of the profit, so 70% of the profit will be shared with the token holders, and there's one extra percent who goes directly to the foundation. And there, of, of course, is like kind of resources of like 1% of the whole energy which can be used by the foundation. Let's say there is some 
some machines uh, producing smaller profits which uh, didn't make it to to our profit system so there was a good idea and we could actually make it but the people vote against because it doesn't make big profit but it helps for example the environment it could be used for a project so we can still give some percentage of the energy for for that case you know and uh, the last thing and i think this will be important one when you go to claim your dividends you can actually contribute to the foundation so there's a good moment you 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 got your investment back you got high interest maybe let's hope uh, we can't predict here prices and, and uh, return of invests but uh, let's say it in optimally way you get a, a, a good interest so why not on the moment when you claim your dividends you give a percentage to the foundation so because you saw that they do the foundation is doing good stuff gives some impact so it gives it has your trust okay so you can give something and then you can also vote with the token which project should come to life and um, to concentrate or not to separate a little bit the power we don't want uh, that any of these fundamentals like education local global has more than 50 percent of the funding so it could be a way that we have now all Italians investors and of course they would just maybe propose Italian related projects so we have to cut uh, to draw a line like let's say maximum 50% of the foundation funds can use by one of these elements uh, global wise there are a lot of projects uh, like ocean cleanup stuff and uh, uh, or plastic bank for example which 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 you love to see as an option which the people can vote and then the last the education part there should be some money left over that we can make educational apps and maybe some programs for schools because it's really the key i see this also with limpia ventura when they go to the school of my daughter when she uh, was throwing some sharks and turtles and they was playing how they go into the net and this is bad you know so take care about your stuff about your waste and uh this is the key for me, you know, so for me it was very important that the foundation has these three, three fundamentals. And this was actually in the very, very first message of Illum, the proposal to my friends and, and Udo and Michal, uh, let's do also something uh, social. I mean, because I would say I'm a social entrepreneur, if I have the possibility to make some impact, for me it's, it's not just money driven, it's really I want positive in, impact. And, when I see my mother, how she goes to Kenya and helping the schools, and I'm surrounded by people who I really, really highly respect how they spend the energy and money for for making a change, and uh, this is how I see that we have the possibility to to participate a little bit, to contribute, to give something back, you know, and uh, can't be money money driven, you know. When you think about the future, the next two years, five years, ten years, what is like your dream outcome from all of this? Your dream scenario? Yeah, my dream scenario is actually that uh, we can fast deliver, that we can over deliver actually, because we still have some EU fundings which uh, would be possible, which we not calculate uh, with it, but if we get them, then we can over deliver. We can grow fast. We are an ecosystem for a lot of great ideas which we bring to life which uh, means that we are a, a, a 
interesting finance instrument which gives us a lot of liquidity to build a lot of Illum station to be really important element for the smart cities for decentralization for the whole blockchain industry for the fourth industrial revolution that we are uh, really the green backbone but owned by everyone you know so that it's not we own it, it's owned by everyone through the token that people can vote and use the voting rights that people can contribute bring ideas get rewarded for them that we bring ideas for life and that we are worldwide and different places uh, supporting that the, the technology but based from uh, from sustainable energy sources and um, yeah that at the end that uh, it's growing and I can quit with Illum and focus on the foundation that was my personal dream but my dream for Illum is actually yeah that we are really um, a part and, and energy information internet this is everything stuff which should belong to everyone and not just to a few and if we have the possibility to give really power back to the people and to be ready for every, every system which will hopefully come uh, to show that economic ecology can work together uh, I strongly believe in blockchain, then I'm really happy. If in 10 years I see it's finally possible to trade energy peer-to-peer, -peer, your solar roof can talk directly with my Tesla or even a better car with, with, with hydrogen, of course, uh, then I'm really happy. If Illum could play a part with and, and maybe offers the blockchain or hosts some master, master notes about or help to develop some protocols or has some... Uh, hydrogen saving energy saving systems that the whole uh, quartier where you live the whole neighborhood can profit and, and share and trade energy and everyone owns it you know so it's decentralized pure decentralized and the utopic dream actually that Illum became a decentralized organization so that doesn't need any management actually just there where is an interface to real people, real business. There we have to to, ha to work with real people, of course, but that actually it, it's uh, uh, guided by itself. But this is a utopia and, and still not possible, this decentralized companies. But you, as, as much as possible, we, we already go this way, yes. Alrighty, that's it for today. Thanks very much for tuning in. Have a nice one. Bye.